Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Here we go for episode 20 of the Grey Wolf Hoops Podcast. It is Ned joined by Fitz. Fitzy, how are you, man? Well, I'm surviving. Let's put it that way. The coronavirus is running rampant across the world. And here we are in the studio where social distancing, you're a good... I'd say we're about a metre and a half half away. Yeah, Yeah, I wish we were closer, but uh, we're taking the precautions. But we're here and we're happy for the season finale. I guess it's not quite happy, but we're here for it. I wouldn't say the word's happy. We're doing some virtual high fives up. Yeah, we are. There it is. There There we we go. go. And some of those AFL ones. Yeah, the elbows and the... uh, Now we we can click ankles as well, I think it was approved by whoever's approving these things. So we'll make do. It is a bizarre world we're living in, John. And you look back one week, two weeks ago, we were making fun of the toilet paper situation in our herb and his TP stacked on his shoulder as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fast forward two (laughs) weeks to today and it's like, wow, schools are shutting down in a couple of days' time. And it is pandemonium, my friend. Exactly. And the last professional sporting league in the world, the AFL, is shut down. That was the news that's come through. So within 48 hours, dude, we could be in a completely different world. So, I mean, it's it's funny to say you go from you know, talking a bit of fun about it and, and making light of the situation to now going, wow, we've got pubs shut, we've got cafes and all these things shut. Like, it's actually becoming quite stressful. Oh, it definitely is. It is very stressful. And we did just open up our brand new show, Grey Wolf Footy, with the man himself, Madman Matt Grace. Big shout-outs to Gracie. Yeah. He's going to be shattered because it's we're going to have to take a bit of a different <laughs> path with the footy show. We're going to have to wait and see what happens with that one, yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's very tricky because we were very excited to launch the new show as part of the Grey Wolf Network. And we've, we've got a couple of contingency plans in place to cover us for the next few weeks or next few months because footy is having a, a hiatus until May 31st was the date. And look, to be honest, man, I'd be very surprised if they even played again this year. Like, it's looking like that sort of scenario. I mean, who really knows? But we do have some contingency plans. I was actually talking to Gracie earlier today and we actually should have made it a uh, NFL podcast because there's been all sorts of trades happening in American <laughs> football. But, you know, we'll make do, man. But uh, that's part of the Grey Wolf Network. You know, you're going to be stuck at home in isolation. We're here to entertain you. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're just going to hit up a whole bunch of AFL stars, NBL stars, movie stars, pop culture stars and say, hey, you're in quarantine, we're in quarantine, <laughs> let's talk. That's Why basically not? the plan. Yeah, that's it. But we're going to have to just make do and we will talk about the NBL. This one wrapped up. I talked to you, I think it was just after game two and I said, John, we're going to have to wait until the whole five game series is done. It's looking like it's going to go to five. I've got that feeling we're going to see five games and yep. then all of a sudden, yep. bam, 2-1, the Perth Wildcats, and they call it a day. So let people know. Fill them in on what happened. I'm sure they do, but yeah, let's refresh things. They should know, and from what's come out, and you know, there's a bit of back and forth around this, but it sounds like the NBL wanted to... They wanted to play the five games, but there's no one and they could have stretched it to that extra you know, the extra Sunday or those extra few days. And you know, given the way everything went, it's probably a good call in hindsight. But they offered the Sydney Kings guess, the opportunity to play on the Wednesday night, which would make Game 5 the Friday night. And then obviously play in front of the the limited slash no crowd and get the five games in there and they turn that down so essentially that was it finals over yeah and I'm really not sure what they wanted from the outcome of this because I I will flat out blatantly say I am biased Sydney Kings 110% I mm. wanted to see the Kings win this but the way it finished up I cannot see any other way that it could have gone nah. Perth beat them 2-1 in the series Perth narrowly had more points on the series in the whole thing and, and Sydney didn't want to complete it so nah, there's no 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 other way you can really judge this. And this is the tricky thing. We've seen it in you know, local sporting leagues.
East International. Sporting leagues have all closed down depending on what stage they're at. But, I mean, I, I feel like the NBL had no choice but to award it to Perth, even if it has like a little asterisk at the top there or whatever. They still count it as a win. Whether Sydney just didn't want to go back to Perth, I mean, I don't really know. But, you know, it's it's a real shame that such a like such an awesome season has you know concluded this way. It would be the best NBL season on history, and I agree with what you're saying there 100%. I just don't understand why the Kings wouldn't do it. Like, it's not as if they would have been on chartered planes. It yeah, would have yeah. been all pretty smooth sailing. We're talking about a matter of two more days. The AFL's just gone, you know, over yeah, the weekend. weekend. Same deal with AFLW and whatnot. Of course, it's closing up now. But seriously, over two days, they could have wrapped this thing up properly. Perth was looking like they were going to win it, to be honest. Kay yeah. and Cotton were just playing out of their oh. skins and really razzed up Sydney at home in that last game. But I don't know, man. If you're the Kings, you guys pulled the pin on it, unfortunately. I don't see how it could go any other way than to Perth. Yeah, It breaks no. my heart to I know, say that. And I do like the Wildcats. It's nothing it's but respect for, you know, Bryce Cotton. Oh, guys, man. Genius. I mean, we're 20 episodes deep on the best season, you know, that we've ever seen in terms of our Hoops podcast. And, you know, just to, to wrap it up in a bit of confusion and, you know, just all of a sudden, uh, it, it is a shame. But one thing I did read and one theory potentially that I'm trying to find a uh, like a loophole or a reason for all this is I, I think the Sydney Kings and maybe some of the teams were worried about the international players, whether if they not necessarily got infected, but if they traveled and then had to travel home or to wherever they play next, maybe they'd get stuck in quarantine or maybe the fact that they've traveled recently might, you know, put a black mark on something or, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Because I know Jay Sean Taint was literally on the plane the next day. I mm. didn't see that. And he's a class act player. If ever there was one shouting out to the Sydney Kings organization and those guys would have been worried, I guess. And you've got to look at it from their point of view. Yep. And that's a very good point that you've just brought up there, Johnny. I guess with the AFL, they're all local people. But with NBL, you've got some international players who would have been looking to get back home with their family and mm. friends. But crazily enough, I suppose two days in this whole quarantine madness well, is, it. is like two months, I guess. And that's actually a very good point. Every 48 hours, everything completely changes. You know, maybe they, even just a, a I guess, a small sniff of, of things changing and travel getting tighter and stricter probably would have put a bit of panic into those guys. And imagine if Lazada and Tate had have come into the front office and said, look, guys, if we're going to Perth, I might not be able to get home. I'm not going to play. Who knows what happened behind closed doors? Because it was a bit of a, a sudden light like, nut. Nah, we're not doing it. And that was that. So that's the only thing I can potentially think of is because things have changed so quick, you know, that brings on panic, as you've seen. Maybe they've just gone, nah, it's just not worth it. Let's just leave it as is. Save a trip to Perth. You know, save the guys not being able to get home to their families because, of yeah. course, they'd be panicking. I guess play it safe. As, as much as it sucks for the fans and, and that, I guess it was possibly the smarter decision, but who really knows? Well, at the end of the day, I, I believe Tate said some things are bigger than basketball. In this case, it was. So unfortunately, the best season in NBL yeah. history has... Well, it was going to end on a weird note anyway with yeah. the games being played in front of no crowds at all. Like I said to you at one stage, it reminded me of like a in front of a zombies yeah. crowd. <laughs> the only difference is, is I'm there at a zombies crowd yeah. cheering you guys on, the only guy in the stadium going, yeah, boys! Yeah. I, I still think and I reckon we might have had this conversation. It would have been so funny and same with the AFL to have one player or one supporter from each team in the stadium and that was it. So See who can handle better. <laughs> so I like make it. the loudest noise. So I thought that was kind of funny but uh, you know it was very bizarre. I got to catch the Friday night game which was before one of my mate's weddings of course we were in Adelaide so it was so strange over in Perth seeing the stadium empty except for a few Perth fans so it was something else and this is something we're going to look back on and tell our grandkids about so I guess we have to take the whole situation 
as it is rather than little small bits and pieces but you know player safety and health is number one obviously for the NBL and of course for the organisation so I say they probably made the right call in the end yeah very well said right there I can't help but sort of thinking about that situation you were talking about there if you got one confident heckler I feel <laughs> that one person could be more off-putting than yeah. an entire crowd because if you got one crazy fan behind the, the ring there just carrying on like a lunatic <laughs> I really feel that would put you off more than you know 5,000 yeah. people or whatever behind you because it'd be just like this one solitary person like, you'd be like what the hell imagine one Perth Wildcats nutcase fan you're an idiot where <laughs> idiot bogut <laughs> like, <laughs> funny get, get our boy JLH down there he would honestly put uh, you off you can't shoot bogut you moron <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be funny because bogut would look and be like oh it wasn't me <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was him it just looks the other way uh, sort of thing so anyway look it, it's yeah, it's such a shame that we've had no, not a shame but it's such a uh, unfortunate situation that we found ourselves in but I guess it is good to see and, and one thing on a broader topic and we'll probably talk about this in the in the footy podcast but it is good that these organisations are really on the front foot and they're making the tough calls when they have to I can't imagine the meetings that have taken place behind closed doors to make oh, these yeah. decisions but at least they're doing it player safety is you know obviously front of mind and priority number one so hopefully everything can go back to normal and by the time NBL comes around again we can play but you know we'll just have to wait and see yeah well that's a whole other topic for another time I guess Johnny but what's going to happen in these next four or five months like we spoke to Mitch McCarran and he was talking about getting all excited for Geelong Supercats I would say that's not going to happen and then what happens to these players in the meantime they're just sort of laying stagnant I know Jock Landau's yep. going back over yep. from overseas I've seen him tweeting and whatnot. it's just crazy bizarre times and we're just mm. going to have to watch this space sort of thing yeah exactly and I guess on one side of it everyone's in the same boat aren't true, we so if, you know if every NBL player's out there eating Maccas and <laughs> gaining weight I guess they're all doing it so it will be very interesting but it'll be very interesting to see when everything starts back up again what's changed and, and I mean you've even got guys that potentially may have even been in their last season of some of these professional sports I'm thinking of the NBA Vince Carter like will we never get to see him play again I don't know? think we will and did you see when he came on at the end of that overtime the game team, and he yeah. hit a big three pointer I think they were, it was against Toronto possibly yep. that's off the top of my head and he's come back in bang three pointer that, that's his last shot in I NBA think I be. think and I reckon that was the day before that Oklahoma City game where they called it off basically and yeah. then it was league shut down so you know it sucks for these sorts of guys but it's the what reality Vince's in. way to go out though oh. you look at that for Vince I think that's a nice way to go yeah. out he'll yep. look back and he'll be like the only thing that could stop this man was the coronavirus <laughs> yeah. sort of thing he was what an absolute legend oh. in the game Vince Carter is one day how awesome would it be to get him on the Great oh, Wall podcast I, st- I literally remember the day I was sitting in my dad's office in 2004 because that was the only time I could use the internet it was on his laptop in his office I remember refreshing the NBA transactions page and seeing Vince Carter been traded to New Jersey Nets and I was beside myself just day mate massive Nets fan and massive Vince Carter fan I'll never forget that day and you know the three, four, five, six years you played in New Jersey were unbelievable with Kidd and Jefferson and these guys oh, yeah. it was such a good team but yeah nothing but respect for Vince and he might be a target for us I'm thinking oh it has to be man and on a Vince Carter memory which we definitely weren't sort of planning <laughs> out here but I remember when I went to the States for the very first time one of my buddies B-Rat he, he said you've got to get me a Vince Carter college jersey and I was hunting around everywhere and I got him a college jersey nice. can't even remember who he played for but man love to get my hands on that thing that's like 15 years old now wow. from when that happens so that's cool super cool times for Vince NBA I would say is done for 2020 so LeBron's super team's gonna have to yeah. wait another year I hey, think actually very very interesting point uh, that our buddy Gracie said to me earlier today if they do manage to get the NBA going again which I think still is the plan and they can obviously push the season further along if they, if they need True. to my thought was they were 
were just going to cancel the games, basically, and then play whatever was left. But look at the Brooklyn Nets. If Imagine if they get KD back at the end of the year. Like, anything could happen. Clay Thompson comes back for the Warriors. I think they're sort of too far gone. But Brooklyn Nets with KD at full health, you know, playing how many games are left in the season. Man, like, that could completely change everything. Yeah, we might have to get on and have a little bit of a talk about the NBA at some stage, man. Because I know Oklahoma City, they were playing all sorts of well, too. And they yep. were actually on top of, I think, if I'm right, or very close to the Houston Rockets who went out and stacked their team. Yeah. Oklahoma was rebuilding, got Chris Paul, and they're just playing out of just their playing. skin. Yeah. So it's really unfortunate that this has come about for Hoops fans in this sort of thing. Obviously, there's a lot bigger things happening than that, but you would have liked to have seen just how it progressed. And hopefully our boy Madman Matt Grace, <laughs> who I've got to point out has just <laughs> amazed me of late with some of the things that he's been talking about. I just wouldn't have even thought it. But he makes a very good point yeah, there. Watch this space. I think watch this space. And it's going to be very interesting, as we keep saying, another couple of months, really, just to see with the landscape of the world. You know, it's the broader, I guess, worldwide community, not just the sporting community community but like we said earlier Grey Wolf's here to keep you entertained whether you're in solitary confinement isolation social distancing doesn't matter you're damn right unless one of us comes down with the touch wood as I say that yeah, right definitely. there man but speaking of KD the man himself he picked up the coronavirus did you see that did. yeah yeah and I think it's uh, and obviously it spread through the Utah Jazz there were four players from the Nets that caught it and I don't know my it's, boy uh, Christian Wood at the Pistons yeah, he got it because yep. of freaking go bear yeah. rubbing himself everywhere oh Jeez. man I mean luckily and I guess in Australia in some senses we can protect our borders a little bit better but you know it's going to spread one way or another so it's unfortunate but you know we'll just wait and see what happens with the NBA and I'm hoping that later in the year maybe with Grey Wolf Hoops season 2 we'll start by covering NBA if they push the season down the track a bit further so we'll see what happens. Yeah I think that's a great idea right there Johnny. Alright my man we won't talk too much more about the finals because we all know what happened here just really quickly the Sydney Kings they were at home game 186 but Perth got that big time road win 88 to 86 right there which really set things up for the series yeah. didn't they but Sydney not to be outdone they went to the old they were minus a few people at <laughs> the old RAC arena but they bounced back and got the 14 point victory there but then Perth Wildcats defeated the Sydney Kings 111 to 96 and that would be the end of it and that's sort of how it wrapped up and yeah of course the Wildcats had the 2-1 victory and the rest is history it is and it's very interesting I wonder if the Red Army in game Game two would have made that 15 point difference, say, to, for them to get up for a win. They would have. I'd say they probably would have, Definitely. to be fair. Like, that's a an unknown sort of environment to be playing basketball in. I'd say the Red Army would have got them across the line, but Game 4 in Perth would have been the same deal, potentially, but, you know, I guess we'll never know. Nah, well, that's it. We never will know, but I do remember texting you and saying, John, Sydney Kings have got this now. Red yeah. Army's out of it. I, I yep. do believe that the Kings can get it done, but what was, what was, man? Last-minute decision here. We have decided to put together our Grey Wolf Hoops first team. Would you like to yes. read it out? Can you read my handwriting? I want to give <laughs> you the privilege of doing this. So, the NBL have released their first team. We would like to release our first team. This is just from the minds of Tepper and Fitzgerald. <laughs> Two brilliant minds, mind you, by the way. But yeah, uh, let's do this. We'll start at the guard spot, Nettie. We've picked, uh, you know, there's a lot of good guards, I guess you could say, in the league this year. Some very high scoring guards, and some yeah. hard picks, I'll tell you what, dude. But we've stuck with Scott Machado and Bryce Cotton, I guess. They're the two guys that led the way. Cotton League MVP. Machado was the fan MVP, not too far behind Cotton in the league one. He's our boy as well. And I'd like to think that you and I predicted the rise of the Cairns Taipans. I'm going to claim that. We are definitely <laughs> going to claim that right there, just like I'm going to claim the curse of the Brisbane Lions. You will have noticed today they lost to Hawthorne. And I've said, Ooh. geez, I hope they don't come out into a Melbourne. 
Melbourne, but that's for the that's for the football side of things I there, love man. It. I love it, man. And well, our centre and probably one of our favourite players is Sean Long, who had a massive season, dude. He almost pulled Melbourne United out at a few times of the season, got them playing well at the right time, and you know they almost got there. They were very, very close. They were so close right there, and I absolutely stand by Sean Long in this. He had a quiet couple of games there, sort of three quarters of the way through the season, but he finished so strong yeah. and best centre in the league. Oh, I have to go and agree with you there, easy man. I think he was the top scorer in fantasy as well from memory. He was right up there as a good oh, captain there choice. there you go. Lock him in next season if he comes back. And our two forward spots, we selected Cam Oliver and Nick Kay, which I think were the probably harder spots to pick in the actual NBL first team, but we've stuck with Oliver and Kay. Kay obviously came out to a huge start in the year. He was on fire. And Cam Oliver, along with Machado, pretty much got Cairns to where they finish, and I think they deserve the first yeah, 10 Yeah, I absolutely love Oliver as well. And I don't know if you saw the Nick Kay and Bryce Cotton, white man can't jump oh, picture. Did, did you see that yeah, one getting yeah, around? Did. Man, that's basically what got him over, because we were fighting over Kay and Jay Sean Tate yeah, there for yeah. a little bit too, who we'll put in at six man, Jay Sean yep. Tate for the Sydney Kings. Unbelievable player right there. But we've kind of also had to put an Australian in there as well. Yeah, so we that's thought, it. We thought we'd batter. So Nick Kay, you're the only one who's made it, man. But special <laughs> shout-outs to just so many players. Shawnee Bruce I would have put in there as, like as coach's award, I guess, yep, like what yep. he got with Sydney. You know, special shout-outs to our boy Robertson, Mitch McCarron, the guys oh. that joined us on, on Grey Wolf this season. So it's just been an awesome oh, one, man. It really has been. And that just says a lot about the quality of the league. And imagine if Ball had to play every game. Arja Hampton played every game. Oh. Like it's, like, I don't envy the job of the guys having to pick this team, but I, I really do hope that we get through all this sort of thing. And, and especially NBL, these sorts of leagues that financially, like if this had have happened mid-season, I think a lot of teams would really be struggling, Ooh, regardless yeah. of how they're going on the court. But I really hope that we can get through it and we can keep building something up, especially with basketball, because we can't lose what we've got. Exactly. And we've been talking about how much it's grown. And let's just hope that, you know, this doesn't affect it too much, Johnny. But I guess that'll almost wrap it up for Grey Wolf Hoops for season 2019-20 as I wipe the tear away yeah. from my eye there, buddy. But it has been a bunch of fun. At the start of it, we're sort of like, hey, dude, let's just do this podcast. <laughs> we love basketball. Let's see if we can do it. We got our guy on there, the old Cam Luke, and we were there chatting to him. And when we first come up with the idea, I'm like, I don't know if we can do a weekly basketball podcast, but it has been the most yeah. fun I have had, man. And we've managed to stick with it the entire way through. 20 episodes down, if you don't mind. And we've had a, a bunch of great interviews on there as well. And, you know, we've built a little community. It's small, but hopefully yeah. it'll grow bigger come next season. Absolutely, man. And that's what we're doing here at Grey Wolf. We're building the network. We're building the community. And we want to cover as many of these topics, some of them quite niche as we can but particularly in this day and age and you know there's a lot of bad news out there like let's just say the world's going to hell just about if we can be one little point of difference I suppose and keep people entertained and show them that there is a you know, there's a fun side still to life and that things are still going to move on I hope that we can be that for people and it's been an absolute treat being on here and talking hoops every week and 20 episodes is, is pretty amazing and of course we've got so much other freshness on which we'll talk about in just a moment but you know we appreciate everyone for getting behind this show in, in particular has had a lot of love behind it so we really hope everyone's enjoyed it make sure you leave ratings and get behind us on social media and we'll you know we'll be back again next season one way or another but you know there's always stuff happening at Grey 
Cray Wolf. Definitely. Absolutely second that. Very well said. Very well said. And, you know, hats off to the guys like the David Knights of this world. Guys that we don't know that have jumped on. Hell yeah. That have, you know, started reaching out to us and things like that, which is really cool. And everyone that's picked up a shirt, we should give a shirt update as well. Those bad yeah, boys are yeah. almost They're here. done. They're all done. So by the time this goes out, they'll be in the mail slash being ready to be dropped off. Yeah, we may as well. What happened there? There's a slight hold up with the shirts. PayPal just yeah. decided to lock up the account. <laughs> yeah, so we had a much. bunch of money sitting in the account and we couldn't get to it for two weeks. Yeah, it was a little embarrassing, but we've managed to sort that out. And I guess that's just, you know, first world problems, more or less. But got that sorted out. So everything's been smoothed over. Do thank everyone for getting behind and buying a T-shirt. And uh, fingers crossed, if we can, we'll do another pre-order very shortly and get some more out there. Yeah, definitely. Hoodies are coming up next. Johnny's got his guys working on a great little design, a fresh new design. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. But like you mentioned, we do have some other things on the go. Be sure to check out episode 12 of the official Grey Wolf podcast, Money Making Mitch McCarran, oh, baby. Yeah. You're right. You said on there, I don't often, because uh, I was just listening to it earlier. <laughs> I had to listen back. You're like, oh, I don't often get these nervous fanboy moments. Yeah. And then I was thinking to myself, damn, he's the exact opposite yeah. to me. I need to do an interview where I don't have a fanboy yeah, moment. Yeah. But yes, I had a major fanboy moment with Mitch McCarran. It was great to get a United player on there. And I've sort of stopped sulking with United because now yeah. we have... We've, back to you know, normal. Yeah, we're back to normal. We're all good now because we've had a player <laughs> on the show. Mitch McCarran, the real deal, man. Yeah, check that out, man. It was a lot of fun, actually. It was good to get an inside scoop, I suppose, on you know, the fallout from the finals. And of course, we talk about the TP situation and the zombie apocalypse. It's probably going to happen. Plus, we found out a couple of interesting things about Mitch McCarran. Yeah, some interesting facts there. And will he join the zombies? Yeah. Will he join the likes of Jock Landale, John Fitzgerald, <laughs> Jock Landale, John Robertson, Tim Jays. That's it. Tim I think. Pickett. I think Pig's coming. He probably won't if he doesn't get his shirt. But anyway, we've possibly got Mitch McCarran on there as well. And switching things up from the basketball side of things, wrestling, man. Oh. Gotta love pro wrestling. Yeah. Gotta love our boy Amina Zor. Put them together. You get Grey Wolf Wrestling. We've got a brand new show out now with the NXT's Bianca Belair. You can have Nims chats with her, man, and he's about to drop a big-time name on the next one. So if you love your pro wrestling, we're not mucking around. We're talking the best in business right here. We're not talking about, you know, your VFL seconds. If I was to get like a VFL, it's probably not even that anymore. Your AFL second team bench warmer guy. Get Ned Tepper on the show. Nims is lining up some big time names. Believe you me, the next one's going to blow minds and big things to come right there. Like you said, great old footy. Gracie has blown my mind. I'm not going to lie, man. Gracie's there. I'm just looking at him going, wow. Because the thing is, John, and I'll yep. say this, yep. and people don't know this about Gracie. Gracie's been coming around to my house for the last, as long as you have, what's that, 10, 12 years? Yeah, yeah. Fair to say. Yep. I rarely hear him speak. He sits there with his head down in his phone, playing games and being the most unsociable guy ever. Uh, then all of a sudden he comes in here and he just drops a wealth of knowledge on me. Yeah. And I'm just there like... What? Yeah, he's been waiting for you to ask him about football for 12 years. That's why. I don't care about your stupid MA. I don't like the Ninja Turtles. I don't care less about this. Ask me about footy. <laughs> that's all it's about. That's all that it's about. But... Oh, it's so good, man. But that's the thing that we're doing at Grey Wolf. And look, if anyone has an idea for a show or a niche topic that we can cover, hit us up. That's what we're all about here is we want to build a community and a network like we keep saying and just keep that freshness coming all the time. So we've got wrestling. We're still, we'll work out a way to keep bringing footy out 
and we've got a new chat podcast that's going to start in the coming weeks too man we're going to be busy oh yeah and don't forget we've got music covered too as part of the official Grey Wolf podcast footy like you said yeah it's all happening any ideas hit us up info at greywolfentertainment.net and if you're a football fan be sure to hit that same email up there info at greywolfentertainment.net ask Gracie a question and you know what we should actually be doing is we should be live streaming the podcast recording but just of him I yeah. think if we want to get some you know diverse <laughs> range of audience of the female variety we need to get Madman up on the screen he's totally mad but yeah many new things coming but thanks so much Johnny that'll wrap it up for Grey Wolf Hoops episode 20 yeah. by man the finale I know man I'm like we said wiping away the tears but we'll be back no matter what the social and global economic climate is we'll be here This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.